Hello, everybody. (laughs) (laughs) Unbelievable. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the 40 Before Dude podcast. That was unbelievable fucking timing right there, too. That was really good. Uh, Today, guys, we're going to switch it up a little bit. We are are joined by uh, my old roommate, kind of. We lived together in uh, in college. His name is Matthew Ganibi. Matt, you look like you're going to sell me a fucking timeshare right now, dude. (laughs) Let me pitch you an opportunity of a lifetime. <laughs> All right, so Matt, once again, is one of the guys I lived with in college. We lived together for a few years, and we had the opportunity to go to Menlo College, which is a school that Menlo. only had 750 people. It felt like a summer camp, but had just honestly an eternity of stories to tell after we, uh, we endured two and a half years of being there. So what we're going to do today on the podcast, instead of like an interview style type deal, we're going to tell some of the funniest fucking stories that all three of us have ever experienced throughout school growing up or summer camps as well, because summer camps obviously offered quite a few, too. Um, and we hope you guys enjoy. Is there anybody that wants to take the floor? Zoo, we told you to have a few stories ready for it, and then we can dive into kind of all of our bullshit because they all I don't know. They all like bounce off each other eventually. I mean, I have one that kind of would like I think it's a good bounce off one. It's not like super long, I guess, though, but I just like forgot it. And like I never told I forgot like this story existed but i don't know about you guys but like we had like the solid crew in high school that like it was obviously the close friends like the one dude who drove at lunch every day like that yeah. was the thing it was like a fight to get in the car usually there'd be two drivers though so you know everyone's good when we'd go to mcdonald's like that was kind of the spot it was just so close like whatever it's called century dawns like that's what everyone at fucking my high school called it this place is like full of fucking memories like the amount of shit that's gone on there fights fucking milkshake thrown at a worker's head like on no, video bro. on video i have the video oh, Let's pop it in this po- we have to pop in the podcast it's just like a crazy it's a crazy fucking place but we're there on like a regular lunch day like in the summer whatever like we're all crammed in this car there's fucking five of us possibly six honestly there's a good chance there's four cr- uh, in the back seat but we're like just pulling through it's like usually busy because it's like lunch hour and like we all notice it. It's like these two weird looking guys, you know, like mid, like 30s, maybe late, whatever. Just like kind of just staring at us. I don't know why. Like giving us that one look where it's like they're like staring at us for like they want us to know that they're staring at them. Type yeah, thing, yeah. You know? like just, being just trying to start us. something or something. Yeah. Right. Like they had that look on their face. And then my big buddy, uh, Jordan, like one of my longest friends, he's, he's fucking six, six big Polish guy is uh, in the passenger seat rolls down the window because it's on his side where these guys are and he just looks at me he's like hey the fuck you looking at like all like in that tone bro i remember it exactly like that and we're all laughing whatever he's like oh they're like fucking they're pissed right like they're still mad about it we go through the drive-thru they're like two cars behind us at this point we kind of like leave the drive-thru and go out to the main road area and they're in the drive-thru still and there's like literally like a patch of like grass and like sidewalk in between us, right? There in the drive-thru. We're kind of the main road. We stopped and rolled down the window again. And Jordan like rolls down the window. They don't roll down the window. And he's like, hey, fuck you. <laughs> We're just like, uh, you know, like being fucking idiots. Yeah, yeah. I kid you not, dude. Like I have friends who will back this. There's six of us in that fucking car. This guy opens the door. And we're like, oh, you know what I mean? Like whatever. <laughs> Here we go. Has yeah. a fucking machete, bro. On my life, I, this is not a fake story, bro. Like a fucking like foot long machete, bro. And it's like starts like kind of like slowly jogging towards the car. Like, go, go. We're like, go, go, go. We fucking because we're on the main road. Like we obviously had like an easy getaway path. It's like that was the whole plan because like that's why we stopped because yeah they were nowhere near us. Like they would have to go out like all this way. It was hilarious, but like. We were like, how the out of all the things we thought this guy fucking had, like it was a fucking like ten inch machete, bro, out of nowhere, just like kind of jogged at us and like was pissed. But yeah, we just we fucking skirted it off and went went back to fucking for third block and just thought it was fucking hilarious. But Jesus Christ, Matt, you don't strike me as the type of guy that had any run-ins with weapons during <laughs> high school. Before we get into like the college stories, did you have any like? risky you know you went out teeping got caught type deal anything like that uh dude honestly i didn't really do shit in high school i think that's why i just like kind of cut loose in college but that's fair i feel like i feel like the craziest high school story i probably have was getting like froyo thrown in my face someone threw a froyo at your face <laughs> yeah for what 
So, um, I thought it was a good idea to break up with this girl like in person, and uh, I probably should have just done it through text. But I, uh, Maddie Savage. I, yeah, honest to God, dude. I just, I just didn't give a good. I, I mean, like, I think I was too honest, honestly, when I when no, I tried to break it how off. How bad her. was it, dude? What'd you say? It was, so I shit you not. So like, I I told her I was like, hey, like, um, I I think I like. I think we got to like break this off. And she's like, why? And I was like, honestly, like, um, I get pretty bored talking to you now. (laughs) She she fucking threw her strawberry froyo in my face. I was like, yeah, I fucking deserve that. Jesus. You said that? Yeah. Holy shit. Dude, I'm not good with euphemisms. I I was just like, all right, I think she deserves the truth and nothing but the truth. And uh, yeah, I kind of got that return to sender treatment. So uh, I feel like that's like my most uh, scariest uh, high school experience. Um, I guess because like the Froyo place was like just up the hill from my high school. But yeah, I never went out to lunch because we always ate at the calf and it fucking sucked. But it's how it usually goes, dude. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we'll obviously get into like how wonderful our Menlo Cafe was, but um, yeah, I think just Froyo in, in the face. Uh, so yeah, never ordering strawberry Froyo ever again. So Fucking <laughs> I don't know if we've yeah. ever talked about this before. Zoo, did you ever have like a bad breakup in high school where the chick freaked out or something like that? Um, no, like, cause I only had like fucking one girlfriend and I was like, Oh yeah, I guess that's true for a while in high school. And it was like, no, but I mean like, there's a time where I guess like there's like stupid little like things that aren't like relationships maybe. Yeah. I don't know. But like, like little I mean, flings like, or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Like I kind of like fucking like, there's this one girl I was like, yeah, uh, but nah, honestly, honestly, no, I can't even try and think of one really. Not really. I've never had a really bad one. The only thing that I remember that was probably one of like the weirdest, hardest. That wasn't like that hard, but I like I lied the entire fucking time, dude. Um, I was breaking up with this chick because I like we weren't like dating, dating, but it was like a fling. And I was going to Ireland, right? Uh, I was going to be there for like a month and a half. And I made this like whole big fucking ordeal that there's a very good chance that I'm not going to be coming back. I knew for a fucking fact (laughs) I was coming back, bro. Right. So. Me and the girl like went and hung out and we're driving back and I'm like, I just like kind of broke it down, dude. Like just out of the blue. I'm like, yeah, you know, it's like going to Ireland this week. She's like, yeah, I'm so happy for you. You're going to have so much fun. And I'm like, fuck this dude. in my head. I'm like, fuck this. I want to go out there and have fun. Dude. You know, I want to ties back home. You know, I sound like a dickhead, dude, but we we're only talking for like a month for us. It's like, whatever, you know? Um, and, uh, the girl's like, oh yeah, no, you're going to have so much fun. It's going to be great. I'm like, yeah, like. Don't know if I'll be coming back. <laughs> and she's like, wait, are you serious? I'm like, yeah, you know, like if a team picks me up, there's a really good chance that I'll probably stay there. So, you know, it's probably best if we just kind of cut this off. And she like, dude, she started crying and shit. And I was like, fuck. This is a person and everything? No, it was in a car ride, dude. I literally had like a seven minute window from the park back to her house to fucking end the whole thing. Were dude. you driving? Nah. No, I think she was. Oh. I think it was in the passenger seat, dude. <laughs> That's risky. Like, you know how people do that, bro. Breaking oh up God. with somebody when you're in the passenger seat, I feel like, like dude. I was, so I was just weird. like this. I was just like looking to the side the entire time. <laughs> <laughs> just hope That's you get I mean. home. Like, how do you do that? It was, I would yeah. never have the balls. Dude, I, I knew I had seven minutes, bro. I was just like, do it she's in front crying her eyes out, and you're just like, all right, yeah, thanks for the ride. <laughs> 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 I would be able to do that. Like, I feel like you'd have to do it. Like, where you're like dropping her off, and you're like, "See ya," you know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. yeah I, I don't know. Fair play, though. I mean, that takes balls, but but yeah, that was probably like the only like messy breakup I think I've ever had in that regard, dude. But fair enough, Macanibi. I'm trying to think of any time that we got in trouble. There's one that stands out in my head where like we kind of had a run in with other people, like you did with the machete. Basically, we got this water balloon launcher. That dude had to have been after high school. Maybe it's like our senior year of high school, right? Yeah, yeah, it was senior year. We got this water balloon launcher. It's one of those ones where three men have to operate. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah. We had one of those, yeah. So yeah, one guy one side, one guy the other side. And this shit would launch like 300 yards. Crazy. Like, dog, it was no fucking joke. So we basically did that forever where we'd sit in the green belt and send them in on the tennis players. They have no idea where it's coming from late at night. Uh, <laughs> we've been chased out of a few parks once people started to figure it out. But um, we did it so much that like I had like fucking cuts down like the middle of my fingers here because when I was pulling the shit back, it was freezing, dude. So 
I was dying. The shit was ripping my hand open. So we're like, fuck this. We're going to do drive-bys now, right? Which is a terrible decision, okay? There is this big fucker at the rival school that I did not like this kid for no reason except for the fact that he was like popular at the other school and everybody hated that school. So kids walking down the street at like 8 o'clock at night, moonroofs open in the car. I had a water <laughs> balloon, dude. All I do is this. We're going like 35. I just go, whoop. <laughs> bro, that balloon is fucking cooking out of this car, bro. It's absolutely cooking out of the car because I threw it forward as well. Smoked the kid right in the chest. Oh. <laughs> Smoked the kid right in the chest. Everybody starts cheering. Dude, before we even know it, we get stuck at the light. We see the sons of bitches. There's like four of them now come peeling out of the fucking park. We got in like a 30-minute car chase with them. And this poor girl that was with us was driving. She's like, I want to pull over. I want to pull over. Like, fucking drive. Dude, like, go, man. Like, come on. We ended up, dude. 30 minutes through neighborhoods. They're like pulling up next to us and shit. We're all like fucking hiding. So they had no idea who the hell it was. Um, and that's, then what fun, that's weird you say that. No, sorry. Continue, but you just so remind the, me of a story. Then uh, we got to like a stoplight and there was like this one person like walking across the road. And uh, we like cut them off to go in front of them. And the, there's some old lady and she's like, ah, like kind of stood there. <laughs> she stood there. She's all like fucking like, oh my God. And then she like slowly waddles to like the other side of the road. So we were able to cut into a neighborhood and like take off and we got the hell out of there and they never found out it was us. So that was like our closest time running with, uh, with kind of that shit. But what'd you say it reminded you of? Uh, I don't know, man. Like this story makes me look really bad as a kid and like who I hung out with, but like, we're not, we're not idiots. Like this is like bad. Like there's a lot of fucking things here. So we used to do this, uh, we had this phase with fucking eggs. The same shit you would do, but we do it with eggs. I don't Which know why. Which is way more dickish, bro. It's more dickish. <laughs> we, we, we're fucking assholes, and we thought it was hilarious. And, like, I don't know what it was. Like, it was just, like, there's this weird evil satisfaction about it being eggs for some reason. I don't know. But anyways, we're, like, being idiots. This is, like, grade 11. And we're driving around, like, this neighborhood, right, like, right by my high school, which is stupid. Not really a smart idea. But we're driving around, and... Again, not condoning this. I did not because this is in high school. Some guys smoked, right? And it was whatever. I'm in the backseat of this car. There's like, again, five people. also acting like this shit wasn't like three years ago, dude. Like, no, come I on, know. bro. I know. But, <laughs> bro, it's bad. High like, school, man. Fucking, don't I guess, I guess they fucking chucked. So we're driving by and someone just fucking eats a fucking egg at this at this car. Just fucking right at this car. Nails it. Because we're trying to, almost like an aim thing. Because the car's moving right and they're like, like you know what I mean? Same yeah. thing you said. And he's fucking sniped it, and they didn't see the dude walking to his car from like his apartment. Oh Jesus Christ! As he threw it, so this guy we see him in the rear view, sprinting around his car <laughs> like Vin <laughs> Diesel, hopping in and fuck, boom, right on our ass, bro. Like I have videos of this shit when this car's following us. Like there's videos of me in the back seat, all of us, same thing. Like you said, just like heads down, like hoods up. Oh, fuck. <laughs> and here's the thing the fucking driver like an idiot was one of the guys who smoked so panic fucking city bro oh fuck man i'm fucking just gonna call the cops for me bro <laughs> one guy's like throw the eggs at me like don't fucking throw the eggs at fucking stupid <laughs> fucking evidence everyone's all yelling bro we're all sitting there and this guy bro is just behind us in this like neighborhood just goes like <laughs> honking his fucking horn bro like tailing us dog and fucking our guy driving dude and like there's it was an area we knew there wasn't speed traps or anything man bro he starts fucking cracking the speed limit in this fucking like school zone bro when it's like 30 we could have lost him like if he went like 15 <laughs> over we're gone <laughs> he goes like, getting we're like oh we're fine we just feel them all like slow down like, oh! <laughs> all of a sudden we see him turn the corner he fucking finds us i don't know how we got rid of him we somehow like turn a corner or some shit, but again, like somehow nothing came from it, but total panic mode. Like he was screaming. I was dying laughing in the back seat. Like I have a video. It's hilarious. You hear the car like, we're like, oh shit. We're going to have to add all these videos in that we have for memories <laughs> we today. To. We might have to. I all right, Matt, <laughs> moving over to the, to the Menlo College segment. Matt, how would you describe Menlo College? I know I've always described it as a summer camp. Uh, for, you know, just, it was basically like an athlete school is how I would put it, but how would you put it, Matt? Uh, basically the same way you would. <laughs> That's it, um, summer camp? Summer, glorified summer camp. Uh, <laughs> don't know how I graduated. Um, an escape from home. 
Uh, yeah. It was, it was, we, we kind of treated it like it was a deployment. Um, Everybody you know, had did, to serve their time at Menlo yeah, we College. Did, I did yeah. like four tours. You did two and a half. Um, <laughs> there were kids that did like five, maybe five and a half. There was one guy that did six, dude. Remember yeah. that asshole? <laughs> it was totally a football player. <laughs> um, gosh. Uh, yeah, I would just say it was like high school, away from high school. Um, yeah. For me, it was still an overwhelming environment just because, I mean, my high school class was like 40 kids. Holy um, shit. Yeah. So to go from that like to like 700, yeah. <laughs> it was like, you know, um, still felt like I went into an ocean. So, uh, yeah, fucking shoot. A. All right. Well, <laughs> I was going to say is I think some of the best parts about that school, granted, there weren't many of them, to be honest, but it was the dorm rooms. Those are like the funniest things ever. The way that it was set up was honestly made the school a little bit more depressing than it already was. Uh, <laughs> It basically was like a prison setup is what is how it worked. There was one big building and there was blocks. Like it literally looks like when like they put like people into prison type deal. It exactly reminds me of um, blocks where one door leads to seven rooms. Next door leads to another seven rooms. So we were a block. That's where we lived. Um, there'd be like 17 dudes or whatever it was like pretty like 14 dudes in the block. And there'd be one pisser and like two shitters. And that's it. It's like, fellas, like who's doing the math around here, boys? You know, the two showers that were dog crap. They were. I couldn't live like that, bro. That was so shit, man. I thought that part of it was bad. At first it was one pisser, one shitter. And that's like small school mentality right there is that there was a sign that said, this is the shitting stall and this is the pissing stall. Because, you know, some guys, they show up drunk at night, dude. They're just going to wail all over that fucking toilet. Yeah. And you, I'm not sitting there cleaning up pee the next morning, dude, to sit down. Like, it's not happening, right? Um, so there I don't know how one... simple guys are. Like, that's so funny. Bro, and everybody fo- everybody followed the rules, and everyone dude. probably followed it. That's the funniest thing about it is you know every dude respected that shit. And, dude, and I'll tell you right now, if somebody was laying down a Stanley steamer in the shitter and you go in there and you're like, fuck, man, you're like, really? You know, and the guy's like, dude, I got at least another 10 minutes in here. You know, you're sitting there like a, a dickhead wiping down the other toilet so you can go take a shit on it, bro. And it's it, terrible. I thought that was bad until we moved dorms. When we moved dorms, Matt, we lived in the new one. It was like 65 fucking dudes to four showers. One yep. pisser and three shitters. That's all it was, what? dude. <laughs> Unbelievable. There's in just the no math going. Dude, in, in <laughs> two fucking washing machines. Like, how? who's doing the math around this fucking school, right? That's fucked. Terrible, dude. That's worse than a jail, probably. Yeah, no, it was bad. So the very first story I wanted to tell was there was this guy at our college, and he got the nickname Big Country. I want to say it was because of Matt. Matt, I think, called him Big Country. The kid was like this, like 450 pound Russian dude uh, Swear to, God. I, to the point where I don't think anybody even really knew his name. He was like a big country, you know, like everybody called him, dude. Um, <laughs> Pretty badass nickname, actually, though. bro. But here's here's what happened. Right. This is like it's sad, but it also like sucked for the rest of us, too. This guy was was a big guy. Right. And we only had one shitter in fairness to him. He followed that one rule where, hey, we, you know, we only go to this shitter. Right. The guy was not. Like, there's tiny stalls. The guy wasn't small enough to fully fit on the fucking toilet. So when he would take a shit on the toilet, right, it would literally, the entire, like, there was, a, a, like, a fucking racing stripe down uh... the back of it where the shit would fall off the toilet seat down into the fucking toilet, bro. And he would never wipe it up, ever. So when you went in there, every single time you went to go take a shit, you had to wipe this guy's shit off the back of the toilet, dude. Uh... And we're all like, fuck, man. To the point where you wanted to fucking ask, tell him about it because he's just too fucking big. I think we put up a sign, dude. I think I swear to God, I might have put up a sign. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Do you remember that, Matt? Yeah. Wipe your shit off the toilet. (laughs) (laughs) Bro, it's like, dude, we're not trying to see her wipe your shit, bro. Just turn around, fucking give it a wipe, dude. And we all move on with our day, man. You know? (laughs) But that wasn't even the worst of it, dude. Big Country one day showed back up after drinking threw up all over the front of the fucking dorm. You, I don't know. You were in there for Matt? You had I remember to that. that. Yeah, I think that threw was a up, dude. confused night. A fucking puddle, bro. Like puddle <laughs> all over the front. There's one door and then you take a left. There's all the rooms, right? Absolute just like lake at the front of all this guy's throw up. We had this big, what is, what is, I don't want to name drop. Was he Armenian? The, the guy who lived next no. to us? 
Oh, uh, he Lebanese. was Lebanese. Lebanese, bro. Lebanese. There's yeah. big, there's big fucking jacked football players. Lebanese. The guy didn't give a fuck. He's, he just walked around like this dude. And he's like, Hey men, like to the, to the, to big yeah. country. He goes, clean that shit up. Like yells at him, bro. Cause the kid was like stumbling back to his room. So big country, all 450 pounds. This guy is straight Winnie the Pooh in it, dude. Just t-shirt on and nothing else. Like his nuts are out. Right. And he's sitting there scrubbing, <laughs> scrubbing up the fucking throw up. That's all over the hall. And we walk in there. And our buddy, the Lebanese guy's like, don't worry, boys. I'll take care of it. (laughs) (laughs) And we're all like, what the fuck is going on in this place, man? It was was, bad. That was, it was fucking terrible. That was our first year there. He was Um, like our warden of the block, I guess. He he, he like kept everything in check. (laughs) The guy didn't give a fuck, which also goes into another story we wanted to tell too. About the uh, the tennis players, Matt. And we're going to let you go ahead and tell this one. Uh, okay. Well, I'm not sure. Well, you got to like, correct me on how, on what I'm missing, but you you know that we have a tennis team now, right? I didn't know that now, but before it used to just be a high school. (laughs) Yeah. So, uh, the high school team used to practice on tennis courts that were right next to a block. And they were, you know, like we were probably in our dorms, like around, what was it? Like three something like in the afternoon. So it was like prime nap time. Right. And, uh, you know, we, we hear these kids are just going, yes, yes, tennis. And we're just like, we're waking up like, the fuck? <laughs> like, fuck you. Dude, yeah. was, to put perspective into this, yeah. our window to the tennis court was maybe 15 feet. Like, maybe. Yeah. Okay, so, close, so if yeah. any of these little fuckers are out there, all you hear is, uh, yeah. uh, like, and we're like, shut the fuck up. You know, like, come on, man. All right, Matt, take it away. <laughs> um, I think... Was it our Lebanese uh, hallmate that came up with the idea of the uh, the air horn? It was him. Same yeah. guy, the, the fucking the enforcer. <laughs> legend, bro. So, so I guess he, I don't know where he went to buy the air horn, but he, we, I think it was like one afternoon. I, I think I was like deep in a nap. And then I, I wake up to hear the sound of like an air horn, like, eh! and the kid's saying, <laughs> what was that? <laughs> and I wake up, I'm just like so disoriented, like, okay, what the fuck's going on? Like, uh, are we in trouble? Like, <laughs> is, 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 are, is practice over? And, and we, uh, you know, I get out of my dorm and I see the Lebanese guy holding the air horn. I'm like, oh shit, <laughs> it's fucking on. And he like, what we, what we did was we rotated it. So we would just pass it down each room. So like they couldn't, <laughs> they couldn't pinpoint who had it. <laughs> so so sometimes when it was when it was connor's turn i would be i would go into the room and be like all right all right he's about to serve he's about to serve so he'll toss the ball get that backswing ready and then hit <laughs> it straight into the net and then, like look around like what the fuck and that's and the best part while those fucks were looking yeah. there'd be like six guys in one room and in the, the second the ball yeah. was at the net it's like 14 year old kid trying for the tennis team right net you'd hear six guys go ah! but it's a bunch of fucking windows with all the curtains out, so they have no idea where it's coming from right well, did they know it was like did they ever find out it was a build they had to have like oh, sort of seen no, they, you know? like, okay they so this did. is the next part of the they story fucking incredible. so one time we were in i forgot it wasn't one of our rooms i think or the lebanese guys it was oh no wait it was in your room actually and um <laughs> We timed it so perfectly. Surf goes into that, and and they're like looking around, looking around, and uh, oh wait, no, it wasn't in no, it was in your room, but it was the Lebanese guy who used the horn. Yeah, and, and, and we were we were all like behind him, and they're like the the coach, I guess, made eye contact with him, but the Lebanese guy's like trying to close your window. He's <laughs> like, "Excuse me, was that you?" And he's like, "Sir, I have no idea what you're talking about." As he's closing the window, he's like, "I think that might be the guy next door." And the guy next door is is like one of the wrestling guys, but the wrestlers had practice, so <laughs> we came out of the, we 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 ditched your room and we we're just in the hallway, like, "Oh my god, that wrestler's fucked." <laughs> They're gonna so go after. Him. <laughs> It was so fucking funny. <laughs> yeah. They caught the fucker red-handed, bro. They caught him red-handed. <laughs> what I remember was we were in my I was in my room. All I hear is the eh, bro, the eh. some kid goes, I saw him. <laughs> After like fucking weeks of us just harassing these kids. And that's why you get you'd hear him fucking scrambling to get the window yeah. down. The coach like jogged out of like the fucking court came up to his window and he's like looking around in the kid's room trying to see if he could find the fucking horn as the kids like 
curling the thing to like close the window. He's like, sir. He's like, hey man, was that you? Just be honest. He's like, sir, I have no idea what you're talking about. And like, we start closing. He's like, it's the guy three windows down. His name's Paul. <laughs> Before Paul came, wasn't even around, dude. And he goes, uh, he comes up to my door. He goes, bro, you'll never believe it. Paul's fucked. <laughs> he said, <laughs> threw this kid right under the fucking bus, dude. It was incredible. It was, it was a shitload of fun, dude. But yeah, fuck those tennis players, bro. They were loud as shit the entire time, man. So, yeah, I think um, they had a pirate flag one time. They're like waving it. They're like tennis, tennis. I was like, I was like, dude, what the fuck? It's like one of those things you can do if the school's like fucking fifteen and zero at the sport. But you know, those fucks are getting the shit kicked out of them, dude. You know? I don't know. Did you ever have like, like a sports team that you played against growing up that did like some cringy shit? Either one of you, like cringy, cringy shit. Because I know, like. You know, like New Zealand does like the fucking, like, you know, the fucking like, so the rugby team does that. I saw a video on Twitter the other day of their basketball team doing that before they played the U.S. national team. And someone's like, (laughs) someone literally like the top comment said like, probably best not to do this when you're about to lose by 40. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's cool. Like the the one cool one is the rugby shit though. That's just pretty bad. And they're fucking beasts. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like that's like that. If I saw that shit, I'm fucking shitting my pants. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? Like in that sport. But yeah, I know for me, it was like, bro, I don't know about you guys. We had like, it's mostly the volleyball team, but we're fucking, Oh my God. Girls or dudes? Both. So like we had this thing in uh, our high school. We had like, for like being at school in Edmonton, we had like our sports is actually pretty good, like high school wise, especially like Ainley, like that's what our school was at the time. We have this tournament, it's like this volleyball tournament called like Triprov, and like schools from like, bro, I swear, a school actually they come from Europe, like a couple of Europe schools actually come to this tournament. It's pretty cool. Those are the rich. There's schools, a team dude. from like Iceland yeah. and shit that came in like Sweden or something, um, but teams from Canada come, whatever. We. I guess our school, we have like this thing like opening ceremonies and it's like basically some people do like a fucking, some people sing if they want. There's like fucking a dance fucking team, whatever, you know what I mean? Yeah. But they make our two teams, like our men's and girls senior teams do this like dance thing. Oh, year. Jesus Christ. Oh, bro. So <laughs> I started in grade 10 on like my Snapchat story. I would record all the opening ceremonies for Triprov. And then there's some for TV. Uh, no, sorry. I'm not. I'm calling this Triprov. It's called TVT. Okay. TVT. But Triprov is a basketball one too. Always would be opening ceremonies for both. And teams would have to do like a fucking uh, synchronized dance and shit. And like oh, a cool God. thing. Ooh, like we're the Titans. <laughs> and I used to review it on my Snapchat. Like I would record all of it. And like fucking make fun of it be a dick but like people would think it was hilarious so like bro every year i have all these videos of the fucking dances there dude like they did uh oh like that song i don't know if you guys know that shit like we get turned up we get turned and like bro they have to do this synchronized oh. dance with the volleyball team and they're like oh it's like so bad and it's all like our school and all the opposing teams oh so the they get to watch them they get to laugh it. at them too Yes. So oh, God. So the opposing teams are all on, like, the gym floor watching our volleyball teams do these fucking dances, bro. Like, there's these, like, themes. So, like, they wore, like, togas one year. And it was like, woohoo! Oh, it's so <laughs> fucking bad. I recorded, and, like, I recorded me and my friends. And, like, three of my friends were on the team. And so they all had to do this shit. So we're fucking laughing at them. Me and Nate are in the crowd because we don't fucking play volleyball. We're like, you fucking losers. Like, this is embarrassing. <laughs> like, I, I'll, again, I have the video proof of this shit. Like, bro, we're like covering our faces. Like, they got, there's people up there that can't sing for shit. Like, oh, rough one. Volleyball team definitely had the most cringy moments, I would say, for us. Matt, is there anything in Hawaii? Because we didn't mention that Matt's from Hawaii. Is there anything out there that schools do before, like, a game or anything like that that's, I guess, different than what you've seen on the mainland? Uh, I know that the best high school football team on the island would do the haka before, uh, like, the They just games. murdered kids? Yeah, they just would obliterate the competition. And, like, their, 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 their like, supporter section was fucking sick because they would do, like, the tomahawk chop. And they would like just jump around in the stadium and get like the stadium rocking. But like that wasn't my high school though. It was the the school was called like Kahuku. It was like home of the Red Raiders, and my school was called like University High, home of the Junior Rainbows. So, um, yeah, <laughs> very <Not> intimidating really... <laughs> name there, Matt. <laughs> yeah, it's a Bulldogs versus name. the Tiny Rainbows. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the Tiny Rainbows. <laughs> um, 
It's kind of badass, though. If you guys were good, it would. Yeah, I mean, but we never did the haka though. Um, we would do like this this dance. We would go. We'd get into a circle. We'd have like our team captain in the middle, and then we'd do like this thing. Was like, when I say disco, you say who? Disco, disco, who, who? And we just like do like <laughs> we just kind of like shimmy in a circle, and like the guy in the middle would just do like a little. Um, I don't even know how do you describe that dance, but it's just like a goofy disco move, and we're just like disco, disco, hoo hoo, disco, disco, hoo hoo. And then bro, we you were... might have hit a soft spot with Matt, yeah. dude. Matt was on the volleyball team as well, yeah. too, bro. And we're <laughs> yeah, I know. It's like, oh is fuck, dance, I feel attacked right now. <laughs> is, is dancing just like a straight up volleyball thing, or what? I think it is. Like, I mean, girls' volleyball teams, like they, you know, they get really into it. So. Um, yeah, I don't know. Maybe it's just a sport thing. <laughs> Do you guys ever have like a funny story? Because I know Matt mentioned the like the supporter section stuff. Do you guys have a funny memory of either like a high school, um, like a high school, somebody in the audience, like one of the funniest chirps you've ever heard from like a stands perspective um, or like just like a funniest moment you've seen happen, like in the supporter section of whatever sport you're currently mm. watching? Ooh, I, I can have a bad one, but like I have a funny one, dude. If I want to start with this, and then okay. we can ease it into a bad one. Yeah. Um, <laughs> there is this kid that we went to high school with, and in high school, how do I describe it? Like when you're like 14, 15 years old, right? A lot of people haven't been through like the whole group shower experience, you know, all that kind of stuff yet, where you know, like everybody's seeing each other naked at that point. Everybody's coming. That's not popular in Canada at all, by the way here. It's like <clears throat> summer camp was the main place. And then once you got to college, everything was like, you had to group shower. That's like what it was like. It's efficiency versus like anything else. Um, who knows nowadays, but basically, uh, where was I going? So there's this, um, there's this guy at our school. I'm not going to name drop anybody. Um, but try not ev- to. there was this trend that started where everybody got totally cool, just slapping each other on the ass, right? Like we walk into <laughs> class, okay, and we we I you know slap somebody on on the ass, and they'd be like, "Yo, what the fuck, right?" Because we went kind of kind of a little bit of a, like a ghetto school, right? So like my, you know like a casual slap at like slap on the ass to some people wasn't necessarily the most fun thing in the world to them. So big dude, right? You just fucking give him a little whack in the ass. He's like, "Yo, what the fuck's wrong with you?" Be like, "Bro, chill. Like I play sports, man. It's fine." Like, right? That's what you say to him, right? That was like the big thing. It's okay I play sports. It's okay I play sports. There is this kid who wasn't necessarily, I'm going to say all uh, he might have been all there, but he was just like a little socially off type deal. Um the hottest girl at the school at the time, okay? Was standing in the in the bleachers at like the football game, okay? This kid, once again, the guys only slap the guy's asses, okay? This kid was standing behind her, right? No relationship with her. I don't even think she knew his name, okay? And hottest chick at the school goes up, slaps her ass, okay? <laughs> right? And she turns around. She goes, yo, what the fuck? He goes, no, 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 it's cool. I play sports. <laughs> <laughs> it was dead. It was dead serious. That was like a get out of jail fucking free card, dude. And everybody's sitting there like this. We're like, oh my God. Like, there's no way he just pulled this off. And he pulled it off. I mean, that was, that was basically What did she say? She literally turned around like, yo, what the fuck? And he's like, no, 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 it's cool. I play sports. And like, the kid swam, dude. Like, I don't even know if you slap asses when you swim or whatever, dude. Um, but yeah, that was she it. She didn't care? And, I mean, she didn't do anything. But I mean, I'm sure she cared. But it was like, I think everybody started laughing. And when he said that, she started laughing a little bit. But I'm just like, fuck, bro. Like, you can't be doing this thing. But that might be one of the greatest things at Menlo college. The only other thing was, um, the, the 25 person bleacher that was out there was like three feet from the field. I think I've, I've swore I've said this before, but it's my mom's very first time being at Menlo college. And one of my best friends was on like the bench and, or like in the bleachers, what do you want to say? It's like, was, 20, like you know, there. like the little yeah. tiny bullshit ones, a little cover. And we were losing like one zero and he's like, Hey, 21. <laughs> and the worst thing you can do in small school sports is turn around. Like, yeah, like yeah. everybody, like just act Once like you, you don't hear it. One, yeah, once. You're, kid, you're so the kid, the kid gives him one of these. Like, turns around, <laughs> he the kid goes, "You fucking suck." <laughs> <Everybody, laughs> none of that's like marshaled whatsoever out there. Nobody cares. So there's like probably like fourteen people on this bench. Where he's like, "Everybody starts." <laughs> when the kid turns around, and my mom's like, "Yeah, you'll never believe it." Some kid said they like, another guy on their team sucked. You're like, "Fucking suck." And ben, I talked to Bennett after. He's like, yeah, it was me, dude. <laughs> what are you talking about, man? <laughs> it was fucking good. But you guys have any funny 
I guess fan experiences. My, I have bad. I have like, like an inner like you have never. What is it in? I guess in the states, like those ceremonies where you're not supposed to laugh. What do you do? Uh, You've had one of those, national right? Anthem? No, like where it's like a fucking war ceremony or something, bro. You've never had one of those before, I've ever. Never, I've never been a part. Of, I mean, I've seen them. I've not ever been a part of it though. Okay, then yeah, this one you can't really get mad at me because it wasn't. It wasn't technically me, so. Um, we have a Remembrance Day in Canada, and like I, I don't know about you, but my whole life, and it's not okay, bro. I laugh at terrible times, like, and I have like proof from like young ages, like this Remembrance Day in Canada is like our like thing, right? Like our war thing. Like, and I've been doing it since elementary school, and like, dude, in elementary school, like, I would hear bagpipes, like, cause it'd come through, and I would die. I wouldn't. I don't know what it is, bro. I would start crying, laughing, like. I can't contain it. I don't know if it's like, uh, my mom thinks it's like a, co- it's obviously a coping mechanism. Like, it's not like I'm actually think it's funny. Yeah. You know what I mean? But I don't know. I'm just not good with serious moments. I've done it with like even funerals, whatever, just bad t- times. Okay. Jesus Christ. Man. No, Jeez. but it's a, it is a, maybe I should have humor, asked this question. Hum, no, but humor is <laughs> a coping mechanism. It actually is. Yeah, no, I believe it. I believe you know it. what I mean? Right. Like I, I just think I always try and humor it to make it seem better. But this is like grade 12. Again, it's me and Nate are just, I don't know where our friends are. We somehow find, found each other. We're in the assembly, whatever, right? And like we, this is, like we go and like sit, stand in the bleachers and we turn around and like Nate, turn, Nate turns around and he's like, fuck. Like he turns around, bro. And it's like all the kids that have been suspended like 10 times are like re- all in like a row behind us. Okay? <laughs> Juven- juvenile hall. All the juveniles are all behind us. Okay. <laughs> And Nate turns around because me and him, let alone, right? Like, he's kind of the same way. Humor, humor, everything is just that. That's how his brain works. We were already, like, kind of scared being together, just us two alone. But, like, you know, we, we thought we'd be okay. And we turn around. He's like, fuck sakes. Like, oh, God, bro. And we're standing there. So we already have all the teacher's eyes on us, bro, because they're looking in they're looking in our direction. You guys are in the danger zone, we're dude. We're in the danger zone. So all the teachers are on the gym floor, right, on, like, chairs. All right, ceremony starts, you know, cool thing. They have all the flowers, blah, blah, blah. And they're like, now we'll get 92-year-old veteran John whatever to get up to the stage to put one of the wreaths up there. And, like, someone goes and grabs this guy's hand and, and is bringing him up there. And he's going up. There's, like, three steps Jesus to get on this stage, okay? And he gets up <laughs> to the last step and, like, stumbles a bit, right? Oh, oh no. You know I mean, oh, right? no. And I'm like, no. I just see Nate, my buddy Nate's face just drops like <laughs> he knows something's coming. We hear one of the kids behind us, bro. And I don't know if you guys use this in Canada, but yacked means like drunk, right? And he's yeah. just like to this old man, bro, old veteran in his suit. This is a little stumble. And we're like, oh, God. And then we just hear this kid go, he's yacked. Like, <laughs> dead silence, bro. The whole crowd is dead. And you just hear like, whoa. And, every, and, and it's like all kinds of he's yacked. And we're like, oh, everybody's just dying. Like, bro, head down. I'm like crying, bro. And like, a couple of the ones behind us, like, they laugh like without even caring, bro. Yeah, you got to realize my school's big as fuck. There's two thousand, like, over a thousand people in this gym, bro. Like, we had hell of people, man. Right? Silence, bro. All you hear is our side of the fucking gym, bro. Because these fucking group of like <laughs> ten kids, all the eyes of the teachers. Oof. All on us, bro. We're just head down. Some of them look at us and we're like, I looked at one of them. I'm like, I gave him one of those. I'm like, dude, you know, it's not me, man. But it was a bad time to laugh. But that was probably one of my all time. I'll never forget that. I I, I was crying. I It was a terrible time. <laughs> that was so good. Matt, do you have any funny, like, legendary chirps you've heard? You've been around sports forever, dude. There has to be something. Yeah, I mean, uh, I was, I was just going to pull something out from the Bennett archive. I think he also did at that same game that you had mentioned. He, oh, fa- he like, found the roster of the opposing team and, like, picked a name. <laughs> he found the guy. He's like, hey, Blake, you're shit in front of your mom, too. <laughs> I was just like, dude. <laughs> um, shoot. The I'm guy just... couldn't care less, dude. Oh, he, what a guy. I think. Um, Nothing else like high school. I guess, like. If you went to a smaller uh, school, it's probably yeah. harder to chirp. I think if you go to big schools, it's easier to get like big one-liners. I have like another one if like you that. need to think or something. I got one like another good one that I cut. Well, it's like a quick one, I guess. But uh, it was my brother it. actually who did it. Yeah, um, go for it. Go for it. <laughs> we were playing in like uh, like 
this is my last year of high school, so he's obviously graduated. He's three years older than me. And big game, it's like city semifinals and whatever. We're playing this school, this like north side school. They're like very chippy game, whatever. Like it's getting beefy. We fucking lose by a goal. Like joke, whatever. I guess during the game though, like my brother's like it was very intense, like back and forth. My brother's going crazy and talking shit, right? Like he was chirping their goalie or something. And he had this guy, um, this old man come up to him. He's like, hey, that's very inappropriate. Where's your class? He's like, do you go to go to this school? And my brother's like, yeah, I do. And my brother's fucking 21 years old at Jesus. this point. Like, out of the school. So the guy takes a picture of my brother right off his phone. And then my brother's like, okay, I'm going to take a picture of you. And my brother grabs his phone, goes right up to this old guy, and just takes a picture of him, right? And again, I have this picture, dude. It is the funniest picture. The picture is what makes it funny because he just has this picture of this old guy's face on his phone. I'll honestly get him to send it right now, but it's one of the funniest pictures. And I'll send it to you guys. It's it's so good. But he completely just went back at the guy and took a huge picture of his face. And like, it's just his face like some old white dude, like just staring at the fucking camera, like this close. Oh, it's so good. Oh, man. The best chirp that I've heard, and it's, it's one of my favorite things about small schools is you can get really, really creative with like the insults and shit you throw out there solely based off the fact that you know people are going to hear you. Like if you're at a, a men's basketball game at Menlo College six years ago while we're there, there are debatably more people on the court than there are on the stands. And the stands are five feet away from the court, you know? Um, so my favorite thing ever is at the very big, like the big schools, they always go like, you know, start the bus. Like when yeah, a yeah, team's yeah, like yeah. getting that, shit on, I, right? I've done that one, yeah. Okay, so the best part about small school sports is there's a bunch of, like, imagine you're an athlete out there. You're probably just playing for a little bit of a scholarship. You just want to keep playing the sport, whatever. Um, imagine a group of five guys as your team's getting fucking wailed on by, like, a shit school, and there's five guys up in the stands going, because, once again, small schools, there's no need for a bus, and there's five guys going, start the vans, start the vans, <laughs> Whenever the start the vans chant came out, it was the funniest shiver experience of my life, dude. Nothing more demoralized than you just like jacked up a three, bricked it super hard, and there's five guys in the corner saying start the vans, dude. God, I fucking dude. I'm telling you, small school sports was yeah. it was so much fun. Um, one of the crazy things that me and Matt wanted to mention uh, really quickly too was there was um there was this weird thing where we had a football team at Menlo. There was only 750 people, but we had a football team for a while. Um, but Matt, you probably know more about this than I do, but we used to have to pay schools to come play us. That's correct. Um, Cause I we weren't like a last... conference. There's nobody around us. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Like I think the closest school to us was like 300 miles. Um, it's like oh, a no, six wait. hour drive, dude, probably, yeah. you know, but we also like, I think we got paid to play a game in Sacramento. So that's, so I lied, not 300 miles, but I remember we had a game like in Sacramento, we got paid like, just to boost their stats. $2,000. Yeah. They're like a division two team. We're NAIA. Um, I think like our biggest player was like six, four. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We were fucked, dude. <laughs> and they have linemen like six, five, at least. Um, uh, what's it called? I think that one was like a, probably a, I want to say 60 mile bus ride or something like that. But anyway, like we had a, I think our last two games ever in the program history, we paid those teams uh, to play us because we were that bad. And Connor was actually like the ball boy of the last ever football home game at Menlo. And he, it was so funny because he was wearing like a yellow t-shirt to catch like all the extra points, but all the extra points were being kicked by the opposing team. Bro, so I'm out there like, it's like a fucking home run derby. derby yeah. Bro. He's out there like a home run derby shit. boy for the other team. And he gets like recognized as like the athlete of the week. <laughs> and I don't think he heard it because our PA system is so crappy. He's like all the way on the other side of the stadium just waiting for a kickoff to come. And they're like, ladies and gentlemen, let's let's congratulate our athlete of the week, Connor Buckley from men's soccer. And there's like, I don't know, probably like 50 people in our stands just <laughs> clapping. Like, I had no idea until he told me this today. Yeah. It's pretty funny. I like told him at dinner. I was like, oh, congrats on winning athlete of the week. He's like, what? <laughs> Bro, I had no fucking clue. <laughs> yeah. But basically we got fucking like we'd pay these schools to show up and beat the living fuck out of us, dude. We paid a division three school. Which but was is this like, like friendlies though? No, they, no for us, they kind of counted. It was like their regular season. So, oh, okay. you know, like when. 
I guess I get the best way to describe it is like, you know, when in NCAA, when they play against like dog shit schools to start and the, every good school starts off eight and oh, before they go in the conference or whatever, that's basically what they did to us, but we just played everybody. Do we lost that game? And this is what goes into like one of the best chirps I've heard in my life. At one point in that game, we were down 70 to zero. Not making that up at all. 70 what sport? to football. football. Oh shit. Okay. I was, yeah. I was, Cause I, I was catching the PATs, bro. I was literally 70 to zero. 70. That's fucked. And I'm just watching this team get fucking whomped. Cause I'm trying to get my serve hours in so I can graduate. <laughs> right. Um, and what ended up happening was there's something happened. We punted, we got them back on their 10. Right. And they, uh, they hiked the ball, but I think they'd put in like their backups, backup fucking snapper. Like, Probably like a the rook, fourth dude. string. At this and he's point. a division three player, bro. Like he's not doing shit. Like, let's be honest, man. Dude, smokes the thing right over the quarterback. It goes out the back for a safety, right? And some guy from the stands goes, we scored! <laughs> Everybody starts cheering. We lost the game 70-2 to two is what ended up there happening, you know. dude. It was, it was pretty fucking funny, man. Uh, I was, I was going to ask, uh, if, if you guys had like a story, like a, a party story, like where it got shut down type thing and you were like in a situation after like did you ever like a thing where you're fucking trapped or something like you know what i mean like and there's a fucking the cops showed up or whatever type story you know what i mean matt you don't strike me as a type of guy but maybe you're gonna surprise me right now <laughs> i mean we've only had a couple of instances where the cops got called but then we they just told us to like dial it back but i mean i would just leave after the after that happened it was like I think one time it was at the baseball house. One time it was at the football house. Yeah. But I actually didn't want to be at the football house anyway, because I think that was like one of the games where we lost. And I was like, why are we all partying? All the we games suck. we lost, dude. Yeah. Fuckers, <laughs> bro. Uh, yeah. yeah. I was going to say, the way the dynamic worked for our school was we lived in like, I'm not even joking. It's one of like the top five richest places like in the country. It's like disgusting because we our school is basically in a neighborhood and every house is worth millions of dollars. So everybody lived on campus, but there's only two houses. There was a baseball house, there was a football house, and by the end there was a soccer house. So there was only like three places for parties. Um, but story wise, on like the party thing, I don't know if I've ever told this on this on here, but I know I've told on the stream. Uh, and Matt told me to like he reminded me to tell this story today too. Our buddy uh, met somebody at the gym, and the guy's like, "Hey, we're going to this party in Atherton tonight," and we're like, "Fucking hell, it's an Atherton like mansion, bro!" Like we go in there. I don't even know how to describe it because it's like a normal ass neighborhood. You go into this house, fucking huge, like one of the probably the most expensive house I've ever been in. And then you like walk outside, and there's like a dip of like fucking like thirty feet to like where you like go down all these stairs. There's a huge pool, huge like ramada, everything, dude. Unbelievable for the area that we were in. It was disgusting, right? So we're sitting there, and I'm like, dude, I don't know anybody. And there's like four of us. One guy knew somebody there, um, and it wound up like we found out later, like this guy that I was playing in beer pong, it turned out to be his house. Okay. So he's like this little fucking short fucker. And I can say he was shorter than me. So I don't even care about that. Um, short fuckers playing some beer pong. We're just like chilling, bro. we don't know anybody. So we're not going to be dickheads to people. Right. But we're just kind of like casually beating the shit out of this guy. And I think he's trying to impress the girl that he's with, like his partner at the time. And he looks at us and he's like, he looked at me he didn't even look at us. He's like, you think you're fucking sick, bro? I'm like, not really. I'm like, I'm like, dude, just play. You know what I mean? He's like, you think you're fucking sick? Whatever. Because it was his house. The guy's a millionaire. He like whips out his wallet, dude. Throws down $10 on the table. And he's like, you think you're fucking good, man? That cup right there, if you make it, it's 10 bucks is yours. As if like I'm a fucking like on the side <laughs> of the street, bro. Like that I've just been, I'm in like a Mr. Beast video, man. Yeah. So I sit there. I'm like, okay. So I'm obviously going to aim for that cup. Fucking drain the cup. And he's like, fuck you. Doesn't even finish the game. Walks away. Leaves the money. I'm like, all right, take the 10 bucks. I'm like, okay, here we go. Dude, <laughs> these fucking, these two dudes walk up to me afterwards and they look at me and they go, hey man, do you know the drywall smasher? And I go, what? They go, the drywall smasher. I'm like, no, I don't know what fucking the drywall smasher is. Right? I'm like, what's going on at this place? Dude, like it's all within like the last three minutes. I'm just getting interrogated now. Dude, this fucking meatball walks up to me like this. He's like, he's like, he's like yeah, man. <laughs> He goes, $20, any wall in this house, I can put my head through it in under a minute. And I, I'm looking at him. I'm like, I'm like, I got 10. Because <laughs> the 10 bucks from the kid that he just won, right? And I had no idea that it was the kid's house, but it was the kid's house. So we go upstairs. I have the video on my phone still. 
dude, I sat there and it was before you could take longer than 10 second Snapchat yeah, videos, yeah, yeah. dude. So I'm sitting there and I'm filming and this kid's just bing, 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 just beating the fuck out of his head off this wall. Okay. <laughs> and I'm sitting there like, Oh my God. Right. What ends up happening? I thought he had like at least 10 more seconds. So I cut the last one. I got the, the other one. Cause I was like, you know, I'm going to make sure I get when this kid's head goes right through the fucking wall. Cause I can start. He was creasing in a little bit. Right. So he gets this last little crease. He's like, boom, goes in a little bit, but I knew I had missed it. Right. Um, and the kid's like, that's in. And I'm like, you're calling that a fucking dent, bro. <laughs> I literally went up to the wall. I'm like, call that a fucking dent. Kid comes back, like lays both hands. He's like, Dude, straight through the fucking wall. He's like, let's go, let's go, let's go. We fucking, we got out of there, dude. So literally it was the best $10 I've ever spent in my entire life. And it was, it was that fucking asshole's house that it was his 10 bucks, dude. It was incredible. That's I have the video dude. on my phone too. I, if we can do it in a way where we don't like, we can probably block the kid's face. It's incredible. It's so good. I know. I've only had a story where like, I kind of got like, bro, like, have you ever had those people? Like, I don't know. It's one of those girls where like, she threw a party and it was like a pretty good party. And then they, like, got cocky. Right? All right, I'm going to just throw another one. And they threw another one and, like, got, like, overwhelmed about it. And it was like, bro, like, I don't know what you expect. But, like, where we went to this party, and, like, it, she lived in the fucking buttfuck. Like, nice house, but buttfuck nowhere, bro. Like, far, That's how it usually far, goes, dude. Yeah. Like, far. <laughs> All the space. Gated community type thing, whatever. Like, nice house. We literally, everyone gets there. Like, it's all people we know. All people from high school, whatever. Like, people, like, from the volleyball, whatever. Like, it's all chilling. They're all break all out into a dance and shit. <laughs> her, fucking, her fucking like crazy bitch sister just fucking shows up and starts oh, yelling no. at everybody. Please get the fuck out of my house. I'm calling the fucking cops. And like, oh yeah, you're calling the fucking cops. All of a sudden the cops show up. <laughs> like, bro, there's like six uh fifty plus, let's say. I yeah. could be even lowballing it, but like fifty plus people, right? Boom, everyone pieces out. I don't know how the fuck everybody got out of there so fast. Because, like, bro, I'm telling you, it was like a cul-de-sac. And then it was, like, dirt road. Like You start bro, hopping walls and like, shit, bro. Yeah. Bro, everyone peace. I don't know why. It ends up being me, my buddy Jordan, the big Polish dude, and my buddy Gio are in this car, in his in Jordan's car, in this little... So, like, she almost had, like, a roundabout in her driveway, and then it was a gate. Jesus out. Christ, dude. You know what I mean? Like the yard is bigger than the house, so that's which is weird. But yeah. I don't know why. I think a bunch of people drove and literally left their cars. Cause there was maybe 15 cars in this little roundabout. Like you can't move the car, right? Like you're yeah. stuck. And we somehow thought it was a good idea. We're hammered already. I don't know. The party was only like fucking an hour in. You know what I mean? Like I don't know, we're hammered. <laughs> we're in his car in this gateway, like in the roundabout, in the gated area. Everyone's gone. Her and her sister are there. The cops are. There's a fucking helicopter going around. I have a video of this too. Helicopter shining the light. Dude, you're like the fucking TMZ with the videos, dude. Dude, all of it, man. I capture it all. All there's a fucking helicopter light on everybody. Blah blah blah. We go hide in the car. And just lay down. Gone, man. We're fucked. No, like we were kind of like, oh, like the helicopter was there, but there was no like physical cops yet. I guess, like, yeah. And we're like, oh yeah, we're good here. We kind of just were like, let's chill till it dies down. But we were like, also, butt fuck nowhere. We had no ride home. We're all hammered. We're not going to, none of us are good to drive his car. So, like, we're just hiding. We can't even get out this fucking gate. And we're chilling and we're like rapping and being fucking idiots, still fucking cracking beers in this car. All of a sudden, bro, like three, four cop cars pull up to the front gate and they start, they open, they somehow get led in by one of the girls, right? The sister or the girl who threw the party. And, like, they're literally, like, I don't know why. I'm not making this up. Start flashing their flashlights oh, on, like, God, some of the front cars, bro. right? And we're kind of in the back. And we literally, like, boys got to fucking go. Like, we're hammering. Oh, fuck, boys, you guys are here. We're not even doing anything wrong. And they're, like, going to get to our car. Like, they're still a bit at the front. We fucking open the car. We all fucking huck it to this girl's fence. And, like, bro, like I told you, like, butt fuck nowhere. It's like a forest. Like, there's nothing in the back. We hop this fence, fucking cut my fucking hand open. The cops actually were like, hey, hey, and, like, kind of, like, flashed their flashlights at us because they saw us running. Yeah. We had to hide behind this fence in the forest for, like, 25 minutes. And then we had to go back to the car, hide out there for, like, another hour. 
and we got like some girl to pick us up like at like 5 a.m. Jesus Christ. Wow. Which is crazy. Like, I don't know. Again, I'd, all these stories I forgot about, but definitely a hideout situation with the cops. Matt, how did high school, like small high school work in terms of like parties and stuff? Did like, I don't know. I feel like everybody in Hawaii, like how are house parties a thing out there? Uh, probably. I just never got invited to him. Bro, fuck that. <laughs> <laughs> how, I don't know. Do you have, I guess if you've been back, do you have like buddies who live on the island and shit now that like... How do, how do they party in Hawaii? Yeah, give us give us a oh. rundown, bro. Well, they pretty much just pick a, pick a house to go to and then they'll just drink and just like talk stories, tell jokes. That's like pretty much Is it kind of just like chill and stuff? Yeah, pretty, pretty chill. They'll just drink to like... 1 a.m. or something like that, and then <laughs> I'll drive home. <laughs> Jesus Christ, but, bro. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, I don't know. I mean, I, I don't really... I feel like my peak party days were at uh, Camp Menlo. Um, other yeah, than that, I Fucking Menlo to, College, dude. Try, I try to be a good uh, uh, contributor to society now, but um, yeah, I never, I never partied in high school. Like, I never got invited, so... Like, there would be, like, prom parties and stuff, and everyone's like, oh, are you going to the after? And then they would, like, oh, wait, we didn't invite him. So I was just like, oh, it's bro, okay. Bro, fuck them, dude. Fuck yeah. that shit, bro. No, like I went to, <laughs> Dude, those shits were overrated, bro. I went to one in in high school. I only went to prom once because I was like, fuck that. I'm not paying for prom twice, dude. Like, I'm going, you know, whatever. That's um, crazy. We went to – it was in Guadalupe, which is, like, basically little Mexico in Arizona. Like, it's <laughs> – everything's in Spanish. It's, you know, it's – I don't even know how to describe aside from that. Like literally everything's in Spanish. So it's like this one square mile. And we went there. It was like, well, party at Castro's house, party at Castro's house after like the fucking prom. And you go there and the power went out four times while we were there. This guy's like running around with like a generator. He was like, don't worry, but it's coming back on. We're like, fuck off, man. Like, are you kidding me, bro? But I guess the only thing that we could probably relate to in that sense, Matt, at Menlo is when like the, um, the RAs would come around and like all of us were in the hall, like drinking or whatever. We throw like a block party, which that was like our thing. We threw like one annual block party every year where <laughs> that'd be know, pretty like, badass. We shut the fucking, we shut everything down. Like we made sure the front was completely empty and we'd have everybody just like out in the hall. Like there's a big fucking table where everybody's, everybody's playing beer pong, but they were super strict about drinking at our school, dude, which is like wild. Um, there's 750 people, man. Like let the kids drink, dude. Like, you know, who fucking cares? But yeah, we're not religious. That's what I'm saying, man. Like, <laughs> whatever, bro. But there's one story basically where um, Zoo totally just reminded me of this. There was a high school party that I didn't go to. Uh, it was probably like sophomore year or something. So probably same deal as you, Matt. Wasn't invited to the party. Just like didn't really know anybody that was doing it. But basically, uh, everybody used Facebook back in the day. That's all it was. As Zoo mm-hmm. lets his dog out right now as well. Um, so we'll let him come dog back dad. into this really quickly. So we're letting you, we're letting you take your dog out, but basically just going to keep going. You're good. Um, back in the day, everybody used Facebook. There was like no Twitter. There was no Instagram, no whatever. So I was at home cause I don't think I was like invited to this party. I wasn't really friends with these people, but, um, kind of same scenario with you, but crazier, which is like the funniest shit ever. <laughs> um, this girl, like this girl was like trying to throw this party, got busted all I'm seeing is tweets like, yo, or on, not tweets, soon Facebook statuses that like, yo, we're out yeah. in the curb. They get their breath lies and everybody, yada, yada, yada. <laughs> right? Which I was going to ask later on too was like the difference between cops between like Hawaii, Canada, and like Arizona type deal because that might be interesting as well. But um, what ended up happening was everybody's like, fuck, I'm so fucked. Like that's all you see, refreshed. I'm so fucked. Fuck this. Like I'm going to get a ticket. This sucks. There was this one fucking kid, fight or flight, right? that went into the backyard and climbed a tree as fast as he could. Okay. The second that dude, big fucking tree. If you're a cop, the last place you'd probably expect some asshole to be is at the tippity top of like a 25 foot fucking tree. Yeah. Like with like branches, leaves, everything. Right. So the kids up there. Okay. And (laughs) all I see is we're fucked. Fuck this. I'm screwed. (laughs) I'm how, what do I tell my parents? This kid's like, I'm at the top of a tree. They have no idea I'm here right now. He's up there just posting the Facebook status, dude. And we're like, there's no fucking way, right? This is hell so of reception probably for dude, sure. So everybody's following. His kid's name is Taylor. Everybody's following Taylor's fucking Facebook status, right? So it's it's fucking banging likes. Everybody's like, there's no way this kid's at the top of the tree right now. And apparently had like a like a RV kind of thing in their backyard. 
Uh, so the kid was up there for like 25 minutes. And he's just tweeting like these idiots have no idea where I am. Like everybody's like, this is insane. Like everybody's just cheering it on from like the sidelines, right? He then, the second all the cops went inside, he jumped out of the tree because they had already checked the trailer. And he went into the trailer and there was like a fridge in the trailer or something. Dude, the kid's cracking beers in the trailer. <laughs> Dude, the kid's sitting there, bro. He's like, hey, well, and he's like, selfie like this. He's like, you're not fucking catching me. And the kid was a fucking hero. Never yeah, got he has to be stuck, Never got caught. And we're all like, wow. there's no way this kid fucking pulled this shit off, dude. So that's one of those ones where I guess if you get away from the place in that regard, I don't even know. I feel like yeah. I honestly, one of those things where I feel like if you told the police later on, they'd probably laugh. And they're like, dude, I was in the tree the whole time. They're like, that's kind of sick. Like, good I've, you, I've only had a few like Canadian police experiences with drinking and they've all been chill. Honestly, yeah, like, I I, I've never really had an issue. Like I ha I told that story, I think before where I threw that huge party at my house. When yeah. My mom was out of town and like the cop came in and like easily could have been like, I'm pretty sure there's at least two kids who maybe could have been underage, like 17, yeah. but didn't bother. You know what I mean? Like clearly my parents weren't home, like didn't make me like fucking do anything. So I've never had a bad experience, but obviously I, you never know. I, obviously they exist. Like, yeah, like bad, annoying cops, but pretty good for me. I've been like three for three in fucking all my experiences. A. Matt, how are the Hawaii cops? Dude? I feel like they have to be kind of laid back is my guess. Yeah, they're pretty chill. And I mean, honestly, like sometimes you might even bump into like someone, you know, because I mean, you know, it's a small island. Like I remember one time. Oh, that's fair. Yeah. One time my, my dad got pulled over by a cop and he actually was my little league baseball coach. So <laughs> he was that's like, hey, you got out of the ticket. <laughs> And I was like, yeah, sorry, uh, food's getting cold in the back. And they're like, all right, well, just, you know, <laughs> don't do that next time. And all right, that's kind of badass, dude. <laughs> yeah. Arizona's awesome. the exact fucking opposite. Like, literally the exact opposite, where it's like, if we were underage, dude, they were writing a ticket for every asshole at that place. So it was like a big deal here to survive not getting an MIC, which is like a minor in consumption. Uh, before you turn 21 like it was oh, almost shit. like a golden ticket for your, you to not have one at that point that's so, crazy yeah we've had the fair share of like you had to run from a party type deal and just like hope to god that like, they didn't chase after you type deal but that was basically that but I feel like it's such a money grab though for you guys because the drinking age is 21 like that's i still that's probably true it. too yeah i still don't understand how it's 21 in the states like and how it hasn't changed to 18 i don't really like People if they here think, suck at drinking, dude. I think is the problem. If it, but like you know what I mean, like everyone drinks when they hit eighteen. Like let's be real, like you know. And I, I, I don't know. That's the one thing I'm like, I was very happy about. Like I could yeah. crack eighteen, and it's like you're good on anything here. Matt, when was your first drink? Uh, it was a Coors Light. <laughs> when was it though? Was it in college? Like drunk, yeah. first drunk. Uh, when uh, you got drunk though? First. First drink was uh, freshman year, first semester at the baseball house. It was either Budweiser or Coors Light. And I was just like, dude, look at Matt, just, en just engulfing college, dude. Go on, <laughs> man. Hey, man, I, I got, I, I uh, had to take advantage of that freedom. So I was just like, all right, well, the Blue Mountains look cool. I guess I'll go for Coors Light. And I was like, wow, it's like wet bread. <laughs> yeah, it tastes like shit, dude. But, well, I would say we'll end it on this story about Matt too, okay? Just because Matt was the guest today. Matt, <laughs> which it sounds terrible, but basically, like, they got rid of 40s, which is our whole fucking podcast is 40s. They got rid of glass 40s for a very, very long time, right? Um, so E40, the rapper, came out with the 40 in college, and it was dog shit. Like, definition of dog shit. These things are, like, 6.7% alcohol. I'm not joking when I say this. E40s was like 12 to 13% in a 40. So if you had one of these things, you were fucking toast, right? So <laughs> Matt Ganibi, we we're all there and we we have our 40s, everybody's drinking 40s, whatever. And we got a 40 for Matt. And once again, Matt, not necessarily the most seasoned drinker at the time whatsoever. Um, <laughs> there you go. But basically, uh, we go into like, we're like, hey, Matt, you got 30 minutes to finish this. That's what he said to him, right? And it's a whole fucking podcast, and yeah. I, we're, we're still not through it sometimes. But Matt's like, okay, all right. Matt hucks down this fucking this E40 in 30 minutes. Oh. We all we all get to dinner in the cafeteria, which is the worst place we've ever been in our entire life. The place awful, Sodexo. And, dude, Matt's just sitting there just, just a little wobbly, dude, right? He's just sitting there. He's like, <laughs> just doing one of these. And we're like, yeah. oh, God. <laughs> dude, next thing you know. 
hurls all over the entire table. Just fucking lets one loose. Dude, we covered it with like fucking like 10 napkins and we fucking, we like kind of bolted out. Like I had to go turn our tray in and then fucking left as quickly as we could. Dude, there was this old lady at Menlo, her red hair, her name was Gail, right? It's like probably like 75 years old. There was this like 22 year old girl that was like, everybody called her Little Gail because she also had red hair. So nobody ever learned that girl's name. Everybody knew the other lady's name. Dude, the lunch lady comes fucking pelting it out of there as we're like all back in like a block already because they're not they're not paid well enough to clean up yeah, throughout yeah, dude yeah. right so she comes pelting it out of, out of the fucking cafeteria looking for like matt because they i think they knew it was matt who threw up but they had no idea where he lived and so we're all sitting in the window like behind the blinds and some kid goes little gail's looking for him and everybody starts cheering <laughs> <laughs> Matt fucking toast the entire table, dude. Somebody had to clean that shit up, which is awful, too. That's ass. That's disgusting. It was yeah. bad. 40 was before really dinner. Bad. 40 before dinner was... Yeah, 40, the, uh... 40 before fucking recycled meatloaf, dude. God, that place was awful. But, all right, we know Zoo has somebody coming over in, like, five minutes because they have to use his computer for work. So, we'll end the podcast here. If you guys have made it this far, leave a five-star review. Matt, really quickly before we leave, though, tell them what you've, uh, you've been working on with ESPN. Oh, uh yeah i'm right now i'm working on my sixth edition of motorsports minutes um with my hometown radio station uh espn honolulu um would love it if you guys would check it out uh pretty much just finally writing about one of my biggest passions growing up and it was uh racing so yeah just been trying to do that every week talk about like f1 formula e uh indycar nascar and a little bit of sports car racing so um yeah, Connor was actually the first person I told about. Uh, you know, I was kind of just like gave him a little elevator pitch and was like, "Hey, what do you think about this? Like, you think this actually has some wheels to it?" And yeah, Connor uh, kind of gave it the green light, and I guess like the rest is history from there. So um, yeah, let me know what you guys think about the articles. Would love to know like what you guys think about uh, like Formula One and all that stuff. And uh, let's get the conversation going. Perfect, dude. Now Matt found yeah. Matt found a hole in ESPN. He said, "You know what? I'll fill it, dude." And that's basically <laughs> that. So, if you guys made it this far, make sure to leave a five star review on the podcast. We'd appreciate it a ton. If you're listening on YouTube as well, hit the subscribe button. All right, we're gonna have the golf video out this week. We're still trying to figure out this whole like tracer bullshit on golf, but we'll figure it out. We'll be there. All right. Thank you guys for listening. There will be an, a guest next week. Um, we think it's either gonna be an athlete or it's gonna be a reality TV star. We'll just kind of we'll see which one knows. we'll see which <laughs> <laughs> we'll see which one shows up first basically all or right me, you know yeah oh yeah we'll figure <laughs> it out dude. but all right we'll see you guys next time peace.